It's a Chiefs-only edition of the Blue Tent Breakdown podcast. We're looking at the Chiefs week two with Ethan. He is a licensed, certified, and practicing physical therapist here at True Move. Find him online, truemovekc.com. They took the loss, Ethan, in week one. It would not be a good look to start 0-2. Definitely wouldn't. And they were actually talking about how there has not been a team, oh, I forget how long, that started 0-2 and went to the Super Bowl for a long time. Well, so not only not that, but stat. I wonder how often the Super Bowl champ starts 0-2. I bet that's happened quite a few times. You always you hear about so. that Super Bowl hangover and, and teams slumping. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, Rams last year, I'd be curious. I don't know if they won their first started. two games, but their season didn't go too hot either. And they're so. not looking good this year either. All right, yeah. so we do a early week injury report on the full NFL. We're going to do the Chiefs midweek, and then later in the week, we'll also do one to help you with your start and sits. But we're just looking at the Chiefs right now. Obviously, the big one, Travis Kelsey, clearly miss on Thursday night of week one. We know he's got a knee issue. What are your updates and what do we know? So they were a little tight lipped on it last week, but they have had some more reports this week saying they actually feared it might have been a tibial plateau fracture, which would have been a significant injury, possibly season ending. They have done further testing to rule that out from the sounds of it. Okay, let me guess. This is one of my favorite parts of the show (laughs) is where I try to guess what a tibular plateau is. Is it the... uh, top of one of the lower legs, Nailed lower it. bones. Nailed it. You're Which learning. one's the tibia? Is it the smaller one? It's the big shin yeah. bone. Yep. Okay. Yep. There was also a report that they were draining fluid from his knee. What kind of fluid? Because I heard somebody on a podcast say blood. That's what it's been reported. They pulled about 45 cc's of blood. Um, it's probably blood and some uh, like just normal swelling, edema fluids as well, but it will have some blood to it gross yeah okay and with uh i'm sure with that hyperextension as long uh, even without no fracture without a fracture in there the uh damage being done probably just tore some little capillaries in there and oh. caused some bleeding in there not necessarily uncommon uh, okay. to, when they do pull fluids out of the knee a lot of time it is filled with some blood so what do you think he's dealing with is it i've heard bone bruise now yeah that seems to be the more consistent solid report there's all the ligaments were fine no fracture and just dealing with a bone bruise meaning it hurts every time he moves it and or or you think maybe it's more of a concern on cuts uh, probably a little bit more of a concern on cuts. Bone bruise can be tricky. Um, I've seen patients that have had bone bruises and don't even feel them and oh. it doesn't affect them that much and some it really affects them. So it kind of depends on severity. Just same as like, you know, some people get a little just normal bruise on their arm and not even notice right. or know where it came from versus if you have a big bruise that you had it more damage okay. to, you're going to notice a little more. So what do you think? Does he play? And if he does, do you think there's a pitch count? So it is really when they say day to day on this type of injury, it really is. So it's kind of hard to tell. I sh- did see a clip of him being pretty happy and jumping up and down with Chris Jones oh. yesterday. So good side oh. didn't seem to affect them too much there. Yeah. Um, so and the fact he's limited on practice, they're probably just being a little more safe than sorry with it. You said you listened to his podcast. What'd you hear? Did he? Yeah, so the the podcast, he was talking about how, um, you know, he's still day-to-day, but he's feeling better. He was able to do some running on it. Their big concern is they just want to maintain the swelling down, and so that's what they're kind of monitoring this week is seeing if he can do activities without that knee getting swollen too much again. Because if it does get swollen, maybe they can handle it. They send him out there, but do you worry about swelling from the fact of he can't play a full game or let's not start him, bring him in if we use him? Or can you like 
play him in the first quarter and the fourth quarter if needed. Or I don't know how swelling works necessarily. Yeah, so in the knee joint particularly, swelling can be uh, disruptive to the movement. Our knee joint is a very capsular, so it's not necessarily, he may not even have visible swelling where you see it, but that deep in the joint swelling. Mm. And if you imagine those two bones sitting on top of each other and you got a bunch of fluid in between there, it's going to make it very unstable and lead to an increased risk of injuring his knee even more. Oh. So that's probably more so like why they don't want that to swell up too much. Not so much limiting him or being more painful which may be but um, more so the fact that that can increase the risk of injuring it again you don't want extra stuff in there yeah where it's not all like fitting together like yeah. it should be yeah i mean imagine it's kind of like it's standing on the ground versus standing on like a water balloon or something right. filled with fluid very unstable so Ooh. so we just don't know the the fact that they did draw fluid doesn't make a great sign because when you draw it out is it just gone i mean some of the blood probably if mm-hmm. it's there's no longer bleeding but Mm -hmm. what about that inflammation fluid yeah so usually they drain when there's an excessive amount because swelling is our body's natural way of healing it gets all the chemicals to the area so that can begin that healing process but when there gets to be too much that pressure starts pushing into other healthy tissue Mm. cutting off circulation to that tissue and start damaging some of that so getting that swelling the excessive swelling out if anything should help speed up his recovery there's guarantee he's still got some swelling in there right. and especially doing activities it's going to swell up a little bit but if they can get that under control should be okay but that is where it is a true day-to-day thing because everyone's body reacts differently with those right. sort of things so um if you have him on a fantasy team are you starting him are you waiting till sunday that's a tough one if they say he's gonna play do you start him i would I would hope the receivers have a bounce back and a better right. game than they had last week. But we also know that Mahomes-Kelsey connection and how solid it is. Right. And even if he's out there limited, he may go off and have another game like he had against the Raiders last right. year for like four catches, four touchdowns, and 25 right. total yards. Who yeah, knows? You're so. right. Because if they do put him out there, you got to think they're probably going to use him. And it could be in short yardage. It could be in red zone stuff. The Uh, only tricky part with that is he does get double teamed and beat up on a lot. And so if he is still a little uh, hesitant or limited on that knee, it might slow his productivity down, but it's, Travis Kelsey, right. he's going to get open and right. find ways to. You keep picked him in the first round. So. If they're going to let him play, they feel confident enough to put him out on the field. Yeah. All right, that's Trav. Let's talk about some other people on the injury report. Ceh with an illness. Any idea what that is? I know that's not your area. No, and they've pretty broad about that stuff. There's been a lot of cold and flu things floating around the Kansas City area lately. Now, too. are they doing anything with COVID? What if it is? Are they testing? Do they? Not that I'm aware of, as far as the league policy goes. Um, because they'll obviously let you play with the flu, mm-hmm. which is still contagious. Yeah, they might have left it to more in-house decisions now okay. with that sort of stuff. I'm not really that sure would if they've weird. had that updated or not. Legarius Sneed limited in practice on Wednesday. Any concern there that you've heard? No, I think they're just continuing to monitor and um, try to maintain his knee health while going through the same kind of thing that's going on during the preseason. And he played last week. Yeah. Um, so I, I was actually shocked to see him out there last week. I didn't even notice until he got a penalty for holding. Or right. Like that. I was like, oh, Sneed's there. So. Well, you, you kind of want him against Jacksonville. Yes. Calvin yeah, Ridley, right? They got some pass catchers. Um, yeah. It'd be nice to have him. Kadarius Tony. I want to avoid beating up on him due to his performance and making jokes. So I'm not going to make any jokes about broken hands, right? I'm <laughs> not. We're enough. not going to do that. This yeah. is a classy show. That's right. Right. This is a team show. We love the Chiefs, yep. ride or die. Yep. 
Um, <laughs> there, he was listed as a full participant in practice. The knee thing, though. Yeah. Any concern there? What is that? I don't remember. No, he had that cleanup. Uh, or he had that surgery during preseason. They're oh. probably still just monitoring that. He hadn't practiced or been or hadn't played all preseason. Practice just last week was his first week of practice. Hence, probably the cold start to the season. So that's interesting you say that. This is a tease for the next show with Josh. Josh has an interesting theory I'm going to ask him to explore about fewer preseason games causing injury and causing some of like it was the fewest number of touchdowns scored in an nfl week assuming tony had some uh i miss preseason issues there that i'm thinking that played a pretty big role and it. it's one thing to practice and get up to game speed and especially I, he was if i remember he was a limited in practice probably not doing a lot of contact in general and you get out there and it's a whole different game you start getting that contact so those preseason games and i'm a little biased in my opinion i think those are pretty important to go out right. there and get hit a little bit like Mahomes is always talking about wanting to get hit in those preseason games just kind of get those jitters out of the way get used to that you know beating you're getting ready to take for a whole season again and you bring up a good point because with that pick six tony dropped there was somebody right there i mean listen i couldn't do anything out there right with that i mean thinking i'm gonna get hit but if he pulls short and drops that pick six because there was somebody coming up hot yep let me ask you this this is non-injury related would you start tony if you had him uh you know kelsey's back I with Kelsey back makes it a little different. I you know Andy Reid's a guy that doesn't give up on his receivers, and right. if anything goes to them more if they have a game like that. Mahomes to get is their, definitely like that, and he yes, proved it. Yes, you know if you have some other more solid receiving options, Kadarius Tony's still not at the top of my list as far as right. productivity because I do think it's going to be kind of hit and miss still with big plays here and there, but not maybe not too consistent. But if uh, he's not a bad option, though, and I would expect him to have a lot more productivity this week yes. than last week because they're going to they're going to keep using him. They're not well, going to let him go to because if they don't play him much, that's just going to affect the confidence level and right. stuff like that. They're going to want him to keep keep going out there. He so. catches any one of those passes. That's an added three points in fantasy. Yep. Right. And the other thing I like about him is they do manufacture touches for him. He had that end around. Yep. Right. So whenever I'm looking at my fantasy team and I got two wide receivers, I'm trying to decide between. If one of them is getting running touches, yes. to me, that means the team really wants them to have the ball. Exactly. And, and Tony's that kind of guy right. that he can make some special plays. So the Chiefs are going to keep using They're going to keep finding ways to give him right. the ball. And whether they want to hand it off to him all game instead, instead of trying to throw it. Put it right there in the <laughs> Either basket. way, either way, he's going to get used. So <laughs> Let's talk about the other side of the game this weekend. It was interesting. I was looking at the injury report. Two injured Jags um, listed of note, I think. Luke Fortner, who is their starting center, did not practice. And Brandon Scherf, a starting right guard, did not practice as well. Both of them have ankles when I dug in a little bit. Sounds like Jacksonville said that the center was a little farther ahead, but that the guard was much more limited and less likely to play. If Chris Jones is back, and they don't have a guard or a center because Chris Jones is on the interior. Yep. That's a tough matchup. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, Chris Jones takes double teams and triple teams all right. day long, and you get anyone that's not a starter, and you get some backups there, let alone if you have two backups in the center, right. look and, for him to have a huge game if he's playing and coming back from all this stuff here. So. And you know that they they would move him mm-hmm. right to split. Oh, yeah. A, a, 
a, a backup center and backup guard, he's going right for that hole. Oh, yeah. Right? Do you think he's in shape? Because you said Chris Jones was limited. He's got to be in shape. He claims he was working with his people all day and everything. But again, going back to missing preseason, no not hits, it's, no speed. it's a whole different thing when you're out right. there training and on your own versus being with a team, building that chemistry with the defensive lineman. Because, yeah, he has an individual job, but those play like it's a defensive lineman group they work together right. in those and so if they're timing on like stunts and things there might be a little more off he's still a very dominant player if he plays it's gonna he's gonna show it and it's gonna be effective there but missing preseason for him probably gonna be uh, it'll be interesting to see i mean for his sake you know how kansas city fans are you, oh i hope that he's in good football shape <laughs> at the very least yeah yeah show up in shape <laughs> yeah right? exactly all right let's um let's go ahead and wrap it up ethan by having you predict the game again you're a um, practicing physical therapist certified uh, athletic trainer you are not a gambler or sports prognosticator although your fantasy team is pretty good currently chiefs three and a half point favorite over under of 51 and a half where are you going on this game i still think our defense is going to be really good this year and if they get chris jones back i think and especially with those linemen being out oh man i want to say 35 20 chiefs by 15 and taking the over yeah for sure okay there it is that's the chiefs only edition of the blue tent breakdown podcast three episodes a week full nfl early for your waiver wire pickups the chiefs only edition for the hometown peeps and then the sit start edition that should be dropping some point on friday for ethan for josh for luke for everybody at true move i'm brady goodman thank you for listening (laughs) 